Hello everyone, it's Elsie from Chit Chat with E. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you guys are tuning in to this episode. Thank you for tuning in. And if you're interested in having a conversation with Elsie, myself, please DM me on Chit Chat with E on Instagram so we can talk about it and we can come on here and have a great conversation. So let's get into it. Let's chit chat. I was writing an assignment and I mentioned Cheetos. I think Cheetos was part of the assignment. I think it was a comparison kind of thing. And it's funny because I went to the supermarket and I saw Cheetos is off the rack. I mean, they have all types of Cheetos now. It's like the flaming thing too. The flaming Cheetos everybody's after. I am not a fan of that stuff, but I'm going to tell you a few of them. There's Cheetos, popcorn, cheddar. <laughs> and then you see like the little tiger in the front with his tongue out. Um, you know, catching the popcorn. Okay. And then you have Cheetos paws and that's like the Cheetos. Um, actually it's shaped like the paws of the, it's not a tiger, it's a cheetah. <laughs> I call it a tiger. Okay. And then the next one is Cheetos popcorn, flaming hot popcorn. And you have the face of the cheetah in the front, um, with his tongue out after these red flaming popcorns kernels and ugh. and then i was looking also i you know getting off the cheetos uh because now other people are getting on to the you know the cheeto a flaming you know thing then you have the smart foods smart foods is on to this thing flaming hot white cheddar i mean what the hell is going on with this flaming thing i am not into that i don't understand how people could get on to i see a lot of kids eating it and i'm like ugh, it's not i mean i like i like myself i like cheese doodles i do but i also like the puff cheese doodles lately i've been eating some of those which i shouldn't but i've been eating some of those so i'm just saying like what is this thing why is everybody so into this flaming hot cheetos is i mean it's not really it doesn't look delicious to me i i mean but but the, the, the fact that cheetos has gone out there and has been thinking out of the box and is doing all these little creative selections. It's really, it's, it blows my mind. I really love it. I love it. I kind of, I kind of, I'm kind of digging it. Kind of liking that they're thinking out of the box and they're doing all little creative things. I love it. I like that about that company. That's pretty cool. Again, they're not my sponsors. I don't sponsor them. Just want to say that. So Bethany Franco has a new show called V Wives with Bethany Franco. You guys know I'm a fan of Bethany Franco. A lot of people are not, but that's their choice. I guess because she's a little, like I said, I, I think I've mentioned her before. She's a little bit, you know, strong-minded and she comes off sometimes, I don't want to say aggressive, but she comes off like sharp. You know, she has a sharp tongue. I like that about her. I don't know. I mean, sometimes you don't want to be the pers- the only person that says the, the, the truth or, you know, it's real, you know, and, and I can I can relate to the things that she says and she does make me laugh she's kind of humorous so the other day she had Susie Orman on her show and I love Susie if you guys don't know who Susie is she's like a financial advisor and she also has her own podcast as well and they began to dissect one of the beginning of the shows of the housewives of Atlanta and it was um, called Who's Gonna Check Me Boo I mean I don't, this is what she titled it she rewinds everything that has happened 
in this franchise and she also talks about her experience and the reason why things happened and she tells you about behind the scenes so hers is a little different from other people's because other people what they do is they they criticize the show criticize you know there's a lot of opinions and a lot of things that are going on meanwhile she's actually a person that has been on the show so she can really tell you things that really happened without um being fake about it she always says she's the first that i can tell you she's a little bit uh <laughs> i was the first to do this i was the first to do that i was the first to do this that's all you hear me <laughs> saying a lot um that's a little annoying i have to say but some people just you know um they have to say they're the first so you can actually understand where they're coming from which i can understand why she keeps saying that and she also is one a person that likes to promote her brand a lot so this is why she is part of that group of success because i mean branding is important you know i work in marketing and branding and promoting is a big deal because that's the only way you're going to get known that's the only way you can succeed with people paying attention so she's really good at that bethany is very good at that and susie was amazing on the show she really dissected the show with a fresh set of eyes she started talking about the show and how sad it was and how the women in the show were financially being abused by the men that they kept choosing in the show so <laughs> at some point bethany was cracking up that's why i can relate to her because she gets excited when somebody's saying something oh yeah that's how you feel like you know you get excited that they're opening up you know and that's how i am i get the same way her podcast is on platformed on iheart radio and you guys can look for her show and you can research uh, the, the conversation on your own i just want to point out one thing on the show that Susie pointed out which was she didn't like sheree because sheree said people are intimidated by my success and the way she said it, she was like, success? But what success she has? She said she was waiting for money. Did she even get the money? That's what she said. Did she even get that money? Oh, my God. And she goes, she was building a home that she didn't have money for, living beyond her means. Um, She was she had a fashion show that wasn't a fashion show. Um, And then she said she, said she felt bad because she was planning the show. And that's when she said, who's going to check me, boo? Because she had a relationship with the event planner who obviously i mean obviously she wasn't paying for this party you know that she was uh uh creating here but she wanted things to be her way because her name was gonna go behind it it was her party he should have just went with what the customer wanted and he insisted on being a creep about it i remember i read about him and he just kept on going trying to sue her all kinds of stuff it was just ridiculous. Made him look bad. I don't even know if he still has a business. Obviously, we haven't heard from him, so he's not that popular. But that was rude of him. And, and that's something that you don't do on camera on top of that. So her, he just made her money. I'm sure she made money off that. It was obvious he didn't respect her. And of course, she was making demands. She was doing it for the cameras. Go along with it. Susie um, caught on to that. You know, I think she was complaining about him too. She was like, does he even have a business? Who works like that? But she said Sheree wasn't also a great person because she was saying that people were intimidated by her success. And that makes a lot of sense. I hate people that be like, oh yeah, they're just jealous of me. <laughs> Nobody's jealous of anybody. I mean, well, I mean, there are people out there, but you know, I'm all for one. Your success, I love it. I love that you're doing great. 
and I'm all for it. When this is all, you know, uh, an opening experience, this conversation, because she was saying a lot of stuff that made sense about finances and how a woman need to understand how finances work and they need to be independent. And and she she didn't like oh she didn't like um what's her name either um Kim Kim Zosiak on the show. She wanted to do a wig company, but she didn't want to learn about the wigs, how the wigs how the wigs were made. So she said she didn't like her and that she was depending on a man's money. She was a side chick to Big Papa. And that's when Nene Leakes was like, close your legs to marry men. It was, it's, it's funny. So Bethany opens up these doors about, you know, the secrets and the, and the things that go on and how people react and who has money and who doesn't have money and who's, who's the best um, house husband and all that stuff. Yeah, I thought it was really uh, fun to listen to. And I'm going to keep listening to her because it's fun to listen to how these shows are uh, created and how they progress in time. I, I love that. I love that about Bethany. I like that she can break things down. And I like that she can have a conversation. Sometimes she uses these words that you're like, this is great. So, yeah, just want to say that. So I was listening to the K-Love um, radio station the other day. And it's a radio station that has encouraging and positive things to say which i love and the music is like um it's really like a religious i think station that you can listen to great music to positive affirmations and it really lifts up your spirits if you are a musical person like myself you know music does a lot for you and this station i have to say this station, I, they don't promote me. They don't sponsor me. None of that stuff goes on here. But And, and I'm going to tell you what it says in a minute. But I just want to tell you something. If I ever encounter a shock, I don't even know like, what to do. I don't know if you guys know, but I don't know what to do. However, I think I'm not going to go crazy because then I'm going to attract the shock. So I'm, I think I'm going to try to stay still. <laughs> Because in the water, that when you're going in the water and there's a shark in the water, you in their house. So being that you're in their house, I mean, unless the boat is right next to me, I can go, oh my God, I'm going to swim right up. But, but I'm just assuming that you're in their house. So, I mean, it's a fact. The shark's going to be faster than you, no? Mm, I don't know. So anyway, this tells you how to avoid sharks if you are in the ocean. Which, remember, you are in their house, so you need to respect their rules i'm just saying and that's why a lot of people say i don't want to go with the sharks whatever it is but i mean you, you just gotta you gotta go with it if you're in it already so before you get in the water if you're going to the ocean you have to assume you could encounter a shark regardless of when or where that is so fortunately humans aren't on the menu and also fortunately sharks tend to avoid people okay so if they're coming for you you did something to them that's all i have to say i mean jaws didn't come after people for no reason at all they did something to Jaws. Still, there are places you are more likely to encounter a shark. River mouths are not the best place to swim. You should always avoid murky waters because that's a favorite place for some sharks. So then that was part of CNN's article. Sharks rarely attack, but when they do, severe and sometimes fatal injuries commonly result. Scientists do not believe sharks attack humans to eat us. Rather, they bite it into our flesh because they are curious to find out what kinds of animal we are. Wow, that's the one. 
they can't just at least stick out their tongue and not bite. Kind of like how dogs like to sniff new friends, only a lot more deadly. Staying out of shark habitats is the surest way to avoid getting hurt. Did that? Say that again. There's three ways to avoid sharks. If you have accidentally wandered into shark-infested waters, however, you need to have a plan in place. Number one, do not take your eyes off the shark. So most people swim away when they see a shark. So this is telling you not to keep your eyes away from the shark. Sharks have several different attack methods. Sometimes they swim right up and charge. Sometimes they circle for a while before lunging. And sometimes they sneak up from behind for a surprise attack. To be able to defend against the shark, you must know where it is. So make every effort to watch the animal even as you are working out of your escape. Yeah, if you're running, you're not even looking back. Number two, this is the one I said. I would have stood still and not move at all. But, you know, that's probably not a good thing to do. Stay calm and do not make sudden movements. When you first spot the shark, chances are it will swim away without bothering you. You cannot outswim a shark. That's what this, this article is on point. So trying to sprint to safely may not be your best option. Unless you are already very close to shore. Jesus, it is important to keep your wits about you so you can continuously appraise the situation and figure out how to get to safety. Move slowly toward the shore or a boat. Choose whichever is closest. Do not thrash your arms or kick or splash while you swim. Do not block the shark's path. If you are standing between the shark and the open ocean, move away. Do not turn your back on the shark as you move. Remember, it's important to keep the shark in view. Most people, like I said, they run away. And that's what gets them caught. Get into a defensive position. If you cannot get out of the water right away, try to reduce the shark's possible angles of attack. If you are in shallow enough water, keep your feet on the ground. Slowly back up against the reef, piling or rock outcropping or any solid obstruction so that the shark cannot circle around behind you. This way, you only have to defend attacks in front of you. If you are diving near the shore, you may need to descend to find cover. Look for a reef or rock on the bottom of the ocean. In open water, get back to back with another swimmer or diver so that you can see and defend against an attack from any direction. Yeah, but most times, if the person's not experienced, they're doing their thing, acting crazy, ruining your moment because this is the, the moment of survival, right? They're going to act crazy. You know how when people act crazy, ah, they start screaming, you're like, shut up. You're going to get us caught. That, that, every time I watch a movie and I see people screaming, ah, I'm like, but is it necessary for you to scream? Just keep quiet. Let's get it together. Let's, let's try to like do this together, survive together. But instead, the person is getting you caught. This is what I'm saying. I'd rather, if something's going to happen, I'd rather be by myself because I could think by myself and actually survive on my own, you know. But so people, like, they're loud and ah, they don't know how to act. And, you know, everybody reacts different. It's crazy. Fighting the shark. Oh, they want you to fight the shark. Okay. Hit the shark in the face and gills. Your best bet. If attacked is to make the shark see you a strong, credible threat. Usually a hard blow to the shark's gills. There's like a few lines in the front and those are the gills. Uh, eyes or snout of his nose and 
there you really they, that's their vulnerable area so if you hit that hard you could survive I, i've seen a lot of people do this um in movies anyway i mean but I, i've seen a lot of documentaries of survivors and they have done this so it tells you how to do all this and then it says keep fighting if the shark persists you know hit the eyes and gills repeatedly with hard sharp jabs yeah but if a shark is like freaking a thousand pounds i don't know how that's gonna happen um I, i'd be like oh my god what is you know like you, you know try but i don't know if that's gonna work if the mouth is bigger than your whole face i'll get out of the water even if the shark seen, swims away you're not truly safe until you're out of the water sharks may leave temporarily and then come back to continue the attack and yeah if you haven't seen the movie jaws a few times you know that Jaws comes back with a vengeance and he don't play. So, yeah, I believe sharks do come back. Get back to shore or back on the boat as quickly as possible. If a boat is nearby, call out calmly but loudly for them to come to you. Stay as still as possible while waiting as long as the shark is not actively attacking you. And get into the boat as quickly as possible once the boat reaches you. It's, it's a lot. And then, you know, it says get medical attention and you know and then and there's another there's other things you can do to avoid attacks they say don't wear white bathing suits or neon bathing suits that that may be uh an attraction to the sharks of course they say don't don't have a cut because sharks are attracted to blood um there's a few things that you can do to avoid a, getting a shark attack you know what i mean so yeah so that's one day one way to survive it because this can attract a shark and um yeah they can come for you and then also um swimming at night was one of the major things when the light is dimming down uh that's a uh, a way to avoid swimming in the ocean with the sharks i mean it's not swimming they're coming for you and uh if they come for you it's not a little bite those things take out a whole big chunk of your meat so yeah, I would pay attention about, you know, all of this if you're going to be swimming in the ocean. You know, people go on vacation all the time and they want to, now everybody's getting on yachts and they want to swim off their yachts and all that stuff. And, you know, that's all I have to say. So I have a question for you guys. You know, I love the ocean. I love swimming. I love all of that exploration that's happening out there. However, I have respect for the living in the ocean and with that respect i know my boundaries you know and a lot of people just don't understand that even on land there are places where there are animals and they have their space and places that you shouldn't be in you know i saw a picture the other day of a man he was on his um safari uh truck and he was just sitting there and the lion's looking at him like, what you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? And the guy's just sitting there like, oh. and I think he didn't get attacked. But the lion's like, who do you think you are? This is my land. <laughs> and, I was, and they were like, oh, my God, what happened next? You know, like you couldn't see what happened next. But, you know, thinking about it, it's true. Like we already flattened so many places and and take we take down the trees that the squirrels can't even live in their freaking park because the trees are being taken down and you know nature is is, is a big part of of the, of of the animal kingdom and all that stuff and 
we as human beings destroy it. I mean, really, the force of it is not to live better. It's to make money because that's basically what it is. They knock down the trees so they can make more buildings and add more rents and all that stuff. So, yeah. So, my question to you is, it's not really, I mean, getting away from that, from what I just said, but my question to you is, would you rather be in the ocean, okay, with the sharks, the whales, the fishes, all that stuff, or be in a forest, or not a forest, be in a jungle with a bunch of other animals like monkeys and and lions and and I don't know if there's bears in the jungle. No, actually, bears are really in the forest. So, yeah, like, just all the animals from the jungle. Where would you rather be? And remember, think wisely. Which one's better for you? Which one would you think that if you ran into any of these animals, you would survive? Guys, answer that question. I'm going to put that into this, that question into this um, episode. So let me know what you think. Talking about sharks, the other day we were watching Moana. I think I mentioned this before when Dwayne Johnson, who's in the in the movie, uh, his voice anyway, uh, he says they were attacked by a bunch of coconuts and it was hilarious. And he says, those are kakamoras. <laughs> and it was so funny because I remember Skylar, when she was younger, she used to make up all these words and kakamora was one of them. So when we were in the theater watching this movie, I was like, Kakamora, that's your word. I was like, oh my God, Disney owes us money. (laughs) You made up that word. So it was so funny that they used that word. And um, I just wanted to mention that because since we're talking about the ocean and everything. And then I started saying, wait a minute, because, you know, at one point he had to use the bathroom. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, he's in there and they're on this uh, canoe. And um, what happens if you have to use the bathroom? You're going to have to go in the ocean. Then I started saying, but wait a minute, the ocean is full of crap. You know why? Because all the fishes and ocean creatures, they poop in the ocean. So we go into the ocean. We don't realize it. It's so beautiful. But we're really swimming around crap. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I, I think about some crazy things. But that was so funny. Oh, my goodness. Alec Baldwin is going to be charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. For the fatal shooting of the cinematographer Hala Hutchins on the set of the movie that he was um, shooting called Rust. I think uh, a few other people also will be charged for this. He's been saying that he didn't know that the gun had real bullets in it. And, you know, he didn't realize, you know, when he, when he shot it. And it was like a rehearsal on top of that. And it happened in New Mexico. But they decided to, they said he wasn't going to get charged. But apparently he is, because I believe he's also the director and the producer and all this other stuff for the movie. If that was to happen to one of my family members, I would also be raising hell. So this is something that is very touchy. And it's uh, sad that it even happened. I f- and I feel bad for him, because if it's true that he didn't know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he didn't know that it was going to have real bullets. I mean, who puts that on the set? A lot of times what happens is the director puts his trust in his in his crew. And um, for somebody to put real bullets was kind of strange. It's like they were setting the whole thing up to harm someone. It's very sad, very careless. It was a careless, careless death. Really, you don't know, you know, 
I'm sure she didn't know she was going to work to die because it's not that kind of job. So it was really um, a sad thing to hear. And then other actors, including A-list celebrities consulted by prosecution, said they always check their guns or have someone check it in front of them. Camrack Artwise told CNN shortly after announcing her intention to the involuntary manslaughter charges. Every person that handles a gun has a duty to make sure that if they're going to handle their gun, point it at someone and pull that trigger that it is not going to fire a projectile and kill someone, she said. An actor does not get a free pass just because they are an actor. We are saying here in New Mexico that everyone is equal under the law. There was such a lack of safety on set. It's true. It's true. And and um, I don't know because as a person myself, I mean, I know they're actors and everything. And they, you know, they put their confidence on the crew that puts all the stuff together. But I, as a person, as myself, handling a gun, which I'm not really a fan of them. I think I would be like, you sure the bullet, you sure, you are sure these bullets are fake, you know, like, I would be so paranoid to use the gun. So I can understand where they're coming from when they say things like that. Now what's going to happen? I wonder how much time he's going to do or how, how, the, how is this going to play out? That's what I'm, I'm wondering. I even wonder if they're even going to get down to how did the bullets get on the set? Like, who put them there? Like, I, I want to know these. These are the answers I would like to know as an outside person looking in. That's basically it. This story was sad, and I'll be looking into it. Hopefully, we get some answers. A no-win situation. Somebody lost their life, and now somebody is um, a great actor. Because Alec Baldwin, I, I really think he's a great actor. And now he has to go through this because accidentally... A life was lost and he was part of it. He's the one that shot the gun. It was a careless mistake done by the production. And honestly, I'm starting to feel like they set him up. It's a hot mess. And his wife was pleading to the media to please leave them alone because apparently they're following her all around. And, you know, they have seven kids and... She was telling them, please leave us alone already. Like, you know, we we know that we're, you know, in the, in the spotlight. But this is a moment right now that my seven kids, you know, I have to keep explaining to them why you guys are following us to school. And it's really a hard time right now. And I ask you, please, for the sake of my children, to please leave us alone. And she pleaded, you know, AP um, Press had put that out. It's just sad. Like It's, it's like a sad on both sides, you know. I just wanted to mention this because it has been weighing on my mind since I've heard um, the news, um, which I kind of thought about it. I'm not going to lie. You know, ever since marijuana has been, you know, made legal in a lot of places, the dispensaries are selling them now and people are getting, you know, they're smoking in the streets, they're smoking everywhere. And it's funny because I've had this discussion with my daughter. I was telling her, about you know not being surrounded by it and she goes mom you can't protect me it's everywhere now like you know they're doing it in schools they're doing it in the streets you know there's no way you can protect me from being around 
um, this substance. Now, I understand it is a natural herb. That's understandable. And to be honest with you, I was having this discussion with my sister. I don't even know families like no one that there's like families out there that nobody is at least each family has one person that smokes that smokes it. It's an open conversation now. So it's not hidden, which is good. It's not illegal anymore. That's a good thing because, you know, now it's uh, you have easier access to it. However, again, I'm not really uh, a fan of the drug because I don't I'm not a fan of any kind of smoking. I, I just don't like cigarettes, period. And um, any kind of addictions. Now, I say I say this because a lot of people that do smoke, if they have to smoke every day, you are addicted to this drug. Okay? This, to this herbal drug or whatever you want to call it. So, I, I'm just saying. Anyway, the idea of it being in teas and food and all kinds of things, it's great to me. You know, as long as it, it's uh, moderately put into... You know, and the, the right amount is being put into the, the food. And even myself, if I needed to uh, take a, have a tea, <laughs> I don't mind that. It's the smoking that I mind, that I mind the most. And it's it's quite annoying to have someone smoking in your face when you're not a smoker. I, I don't know if anyone out there understands this. Now that they're selling the edibles, which is the candies and all that stuff. And now on the news, I hear... In the ER, there's a lot of children coming in and getting severely sick over this drug being put into edibles. A child should not be consuming marijuana. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know if you disagree with that, which is crazy, but a child should not be consuming marijuana. And there's a lot of cases in the emergency rooms that are saying that a lot of children are coming in sick. So if you are doing this, like smoking or whatever the case may be, eating uh, the edibles and stuff like that, the least you can do is put it away. So I just wanted to say that. This is a strong decision that I have made in my life that I believe in strongly. I strongly believe in in not having children uh, under 21 um, inhaling, smoking. And I know it's happening, guys. I'm not delusional. I know it's happening out there, but what I'm saying, I strongly believe in not um, having them do this stuff because, I mean, that being said, we also have to add our little pets. Please be careful because a lot of vets are also saying that the pets are getting into the edibles. So again, please be careful. Put them in a safe place. Enjoy. So Sky was showing me, like she was cracking up, and she's like, "Mom, oh my God, you gotta check this out! It's hilarious." She was showing, she was showing me on TikTok. We were watching the movie Clifford, and we didn't, we haven't watched it. It's been out for a while, and you know, and there's nothing else to watch on TV. That happened to be one of the movies. I keep telling Sky, I don't want to keep seeing the same movie over and over again. If it's not The Mummy, and and if it's not Indiana Jones, I don't want to keep seeing it again. So that, I mean, <laughs> that's just how I am. Sorry, guys. But um, we watched Clifford. We never saw it before. We saw, you know, it was out for a while. We never saw it because we weren't too interested. But then we went, you know, we, we got to seeing it. I mean, then we stopped and I said, ah, oh, let's just see it. And we um we watched it. 
And then she started looking on TikTok later on because she's so funny like that. Somebody died their golden retriever, golden retriever, okay, red. And I was like, that looks, that don't look good. That didn't look, that doesn't look good. So it was, she's cracking up at my remarks because she always cracks up at my comments. And I'm like, the dog, like you could see around the surrounding eyes because you can't dye everything. You could see the golden hair around his eyes. It looks crazy. It doesn't even look good. And um, I'm like, damn, people do anything just to get some clicks on the freaking Instagram and TikTok is crazy. I mean, it, the dog looks fine. It's happy and everything. And it's getting a lot of attention. But I don't know. What the fuck is wrong with people? They do anything for these damn clicks. And I don't know. I mean, he's cute. But I'm on the fence with this one. I, I think, um, you know, I I used to dye my dog. My dog was white, though. I used to dye his hair like blue when we went to the Easter parade with food coloring and um, his tail. And then once it came off, it came off because it took like it would take like a couple of weeks to come off his hair. But he was a white dog. And I don't know. It made no sense. It makes no sense to dye a golden retriever when they have golden fur. And like to dye them completely, completely that, that you have to dye around the eyes and everything. I don't know. I'm not a fan. And I found it to be strange that someone would want to do this. It's like, And then on top of that, there was a story that somebody tried to steal the dog. They must have thought that the dog was really red. And they tried to steal the dog. She, the, the girl posted that somebody was trying to steal the dog. It was kind of weird. She must have roommates or whatever because she was like, oh, the dog was here and he was trying to feed my dog. I thought he was a friend. It was a, a strange story. So the whole thing is strange. So... I'm just saying, leave your dog alone. I mean, if it's white, you want to do a little color here, you know. But, like, to permanently do that, it's like, come on. It makes no sense. And these dogs are like, what the hell? Is it enough that I, I dress my dog? Imagine I start dyeing her hair and all that. She's like, come on, lady. <laughs> People. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. I love... Sylvester Stallone and the fact that he's still working you know at his age is is incredible and um his new show Tulsa King it's amazing I mean the first season was really good it's intensive it's the acting is great the selection of cast is amazing I'm really really loving that show and you know recent just recently I found an article about him and it says Sylvester Stallone still has the turtles from the movie Rocky they're over 40 years old. And, you know, turtles seem to last. They say they could last over 100 years. So I am so impressed that he's so kind-hearted to keep these turtles around. And you can see they have a picture of him and the turtles swimming in the background. Isn't that amazing? I just love him. I just Anybody that loves animals like that is, like, an amazing person to me. I mean, you have to really have a... You have a people that love animals have, like, a different heart. It's like a different... There's a different placement that you have in your heart and 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 i find that to be incredible i once asked a guy what's the name of your turtle he said turtle <laughs> and i was cracking up turtle well guys thank you for tuning in 
I am so happy that you guys were here with me on my 52nd episode. This is the end of it. And I wanted to say, if you guys are interested in participating, having a conversation with me, please DM me on my Instagram, Chit Chat with E, so we can discuss. Also, I have a lot of um, interviews coming up. I have a few things this year that I want to dig into, and I am so excited to uh, bring it out to you guys and have this platform that we can actually discuss them. I know I chit-chat about everything. If you guys are interested in um, anything that you want me to talk about, please DM me again and let me know. Please don't forget to answer the question. It's going to be in this episode um, so we can get some answers. And if you like, you can leave a voicemail on my DM and we can, I can post it. So, ciao. Till next time.